What's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts, it's me, your host, D. Woods, and welcome to another episode of the V-Twin Life, where we talk motorcycles powered by those V-Twins and what feels our passion about them and why we enjoy them so much. I'm also proud to announce this episode of the V-Twin Life is sponsored by that Northwest brand, Crash Inc. Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at CrashInClothing.com and on Instagram at Crash underscore Inc. And by the way, now, if you're down south of Portland, you're in that Tigard, Oregon area, you can swing on into Paradise Harley-Davidson and get yourself some Crash Inc. gear now because it is on the shelves. So if you're like me and you don't want to wait on shipping, hey, and you're in that area, dude, you got the hookup. But if not, check them out, CrashInClothing.com. And also stay tuned in this episode, there's going to be a little announcement that might want to just make you head over to CrashInClothing.com. So keep your eyes and ears open. Now let's twist the throttle and get into this episode where we got Mr. Brad Columbus, the founder and owner of Crashing Clothing. He also owns BC Signs, a brand ambassador at Lexan Moto, and a guy that just loves to crush miles on his bike when he's got the time. He is a member of the Fast 9, one that can use that hashtag, put your miles where your mouth is. Brad was part of a group that mobbed a ride 1K in a day with a record time at 12 hours, 40 minutes. All these guys on Harleys just grabbing gears. So, let's grab some gears ourselves and rip into this episode of the V-Twin Life. What's up, Brad? What's up, Denver? How's it going, my man? Pretty good. How you doing? Ah, uh, good. Uh, just cleaning up after getting back from California and the V-Twin Visionary Show down there in Stockton. Nice. Yeah. 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 Now, you took uh, the old your old shovel head down there, as you like to call it, I do believe, the old treble head. I did. I did. I took it down there. Got to got to show it off. Have it in the actual Beatman Visionary show. Uh, it was awesome, man. It was it was like a whole new whole new experience being able to have my bike in, in you know up against or with all those other amazing builds with some really big name bike builders. So it's it pretty cool. That's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you guys ride down there or did you drive and trailer? No, we drove down. Uh, we trailered, what, one, two, three. I think we trailered four Harleys. We took the toy hauler down. Oh, nice. Took the took the treble head down because I wanted it to stay all pretty. So we trailered it down. I took my bagger down. So I have an extra bike that I ended up not even riding. But uh, And a couple buddies and my wife. And we just went down and it was really cool. We went down... Uh, show we, we went to 209 bike night that was the uh, first night uh that was at john jessup's dream rides there in stockton uh did the 209 bike night um ended up actually parking the the toy hauler there in the in the parking lot and chilled there that night because it just got so late and then uh got up the next day did the show had a booth both nights you know sold some clothing and showed off the bike and uh and then after that we cruised about an hour south of there down to down to my besties, uh, Victor's, Victor Hansen, uh, AKA Modglide 07. Um, stayed down here, down at his place, had a little Halloween party and just chilled. It was cool. It was nice, relaxing, relaxing weekend. Those sometimes are nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was cool. And Vic's got a garage full of just the raddest bikes around. So, you know, he's got the, the Moab, they call it the, the mother of all baggers. Check it out sometime. Moglide 07. He's he's got a pretty pretty trick street glide and a pretty badass Dyna that he just built too. So and his wife's Dyna is pretty badass too. So they got some cool bikes sitting down there in the mod garage. You're about to check it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know the Dynas, so, they've been growing on me more and more lately. Yeah, yeah. There's it's Dynas are cool. I, I that's my next purchase. A lot of people are like, why just do it? Why even do it? Just go right, go to the new soft tail. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm an outboard shot guy. I don't know. I just love them. And after building this trouble head the way I did, definitely going to build a dyno. And uh, I like the low rider. Yeah. Yep. 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 It is sharp. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so just... what's your main bike that gets most of your attention if you, when you get your chances to ride? Uh, oh boy. <laughs> It depends. If I'm going to go put some, uh, a lot of miles on, it'd be my bagger, my Road King, Road King Glide. A lot of people call it the Crash Glide. Um, I ride that the most. Uh, now that my shovel head's done and 
Uh, I like to take that. I'll take that and ride that to work back and forth. It's not a real long haul bike for speed. So, you know, you get up into the 75, 80 mile an hour range and it's, it's winding out pretty good. So the bagger is definitely, definitely where it's at when it's, you know, road trips and everything. So is that early sixties, late, or excuse me, late sixties, early seventies shovel? It is an 81 actually. Oh, okay. 81 FXWG. It's a wide glide. Uh, came factory Ford controls, 21 inch wheel, you know, long, lean and fast kind of thing. The um, pimp daddy of his time. Yeah. 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 It was kind of a hot rod of its time really. And, uh, I, boy, my wife actually surprised me with that at our wedding. Uh, another buddy of mine rode it into the middle of the reception. It was, it was pretty cool. So the bike means a ton to me. Um, and I took it down to, down to the frame and rebuilt it all. And, you know, just tricked it out, made it, you know, 16 inch apes, lowered it, loud pipes, you know, really, you know, just new paint job, just a hot rod, you know, bar hopper. Um, and my wife would go on a couple rides with me, but she had just killed her, you know, lowered shocks and stiff seat and whatever. So I uh, just kind of sat all the time once I got my bagger and built that. So went to uh, Born Free last year. Is it last year? Yeah, because this year it didn't happen. So last year, rode down with a couple of buddies, uh, stayed with Victor again, um, and then went down to Born Free and just saw so many cool builds and just like, you know, that, I hate calling it club style, but that's what it is, uh, that, you know, T-bar, fairing, jacked up suspension, built for performance yeah. bikes. And I was like, man, I'm going to do something with that shovel head. I'm going to turn that wide glide into a performance style bike. And so I came home and it took me just, I guess, just about, not a full year, but probably six, eight months. And it is what it is now. And fortunately enough, a couple months ago when we were in Durango at the Four Corners Rally, I found out that Jeff G. Holt was going to put it in the magazine, in the online magazine, the V2 Visionary. So that was, it was just, yeah, it was awesome. Once again, that is pretty freaking awesome. Yep, yeah, exactly. It's kind of a dream come true, really. Uh, you know, uh, writers get published, motorcycle builders get in magazines, and that was, <laughs> yeah, pretty dang cool. Put you on, put you on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, I still am. I still don't believe it. That's part of what it is. I mean, everybody gets a bike, and you know, I you see some of the forums online. People ask, well, "Well, what should I do now? What should I do?" Well, that's the whole point, man. Do what you want to do. Make it your own, and you know, like you did with that, you you build it how you want. You make your own, and mm-hmm. it's a one-off, and you enjoy what you have, and you exactly. just do what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty cool. So. It is fun. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting ready to redo my whole bagger again. This will be the this will be the third makeover of this bike. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is what it is. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so how do how did y'all get the whole crash ink thing? Oh boy. Uh, let's see. This could take an hour to explain. Let's try to shorten it up a little bit. Okay. Ah. Uh, <sighs> When I was a little kid, I crashed everything. My parents, they couldn't keep me from hurting myself doing something, you know, mainly motorcycles, BMX bikes, this and that. So they kind of called me crash. Well, I guess they did call me crash when I was a little kid. It never really stuck as I got older, the name, but um, still throughout the years, crash bikes, crash this, crash that, broke this, broke that. Uh, high school, I started writing just crash on things and never really did anything with it then either and then got out of high school had i think i was working three jobs at the time and one of them happened to be a kind of a desk job for another family member and i started writing crash and like i saw all these business names all the time and everything and i was like crash crash incorporated oh that sounds cool and uh i wrote it on everything and one time the the ceo of the company walked by and he's like, what's that all about? And I kind of told him the story and he was like, man, you should put that on a t-shirt. And I was like, God, that's a good idea. So I didn't even do it right then. It was a couple of more years down the road and 
I was uh, married in my first marriage, uh, had a real young kid and I was real, you know, still into bikes and dirt bikes and going to the dunes and, you know, all that crazy stuff. And I don't know what, I don't, I don't really know what spark actually lit it, but I just, I got a, I think it was a tax return or something. And it was for like uh, maybe 800 bucks. And I was like, I'm going to print some shirts, screw it, you know? And, uh, printed some shirts and some stickers, ran the stickers on my truck. And it, that was the beginning. Um, went for years. Uh, I had a business partner for a while. Um, and that's a whole nother story, but, uh, for another thing. And went for years doing the sand dune events, doing the, you know, I, I can't even remember how many events we'd sponsor and this and that. And then, you know, I had another kid and life just kind of went on and it would fade off and not print anything for a while. And then all of a sudden I'd get a spark and, Hey, let's print some more stuff. And, you know, life start coaching soccer and two kids and doing the family thing. It, it you know, kind of faded away. Uh, and then the business partner thing didn't really work out. Um, Wish the guy nothing but luck, and uh, but I just it just didn't happen, uh, and I got a divorce, and won't go into detail about that. And the company was yeah, basically no non-existent then. Um, moved on with my life, and like I said, I got remarried, and uh, kids are older now, and I've always had. I mean, I've got it tattooed all over my body, and it's you know a lot of people in town know it's Crash Inc. or what is Crash Inc. And a lot of people just kept asking me, you know, what you ever gonna do anything? You ever gonna do anything? I'm like, man, I don't know, I don't know. And so I think about a year ago, just over a year ago, uh, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Enough people have asked. Let's 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 give her a run. Let's see. If it works out this time. I, I promise myself, we'll keep going. Um, so I rebranded the company um, just for a lot of reasons uh, and started printing stuff. And man, it just started taking off. So uh, definitely starting from the bottom again. It's not like it was before. Uh, but And I just appreciate every single person that has supported me along the way, including my wife. Um, she comes out here and helps me print shirts and does whatever goes to the events length gear for me my daughters help out it's awesome man family business yeah, yeah kind of yeah that's awesome so that's kind of the history in a nutshell yeah it works mm -hmm. you know it's pretty cool you know like i said you know at the beginning we had the intro and you know after conversation we had and then you know you've sponsoring the you know the new podcast Probably. and you know doing the sponsoring the episodes for a while it's it's really awesome you know i'm i'm flattered and it's awesome you know i'm happy with the you know the partnership and the friendship we're building over this and it, it's freaking just too cool man Absolutely. i can't thank you enough also not a problem man not a problem i i just i love seeing my friends prosper i you know do anything to help help a friend out to see them succeed you know it's just like it kind of goes along with one of the mottos that I just put on the back of one of my new shirts that we just came out with. It says, last to quit, first to buy the beer. Um, I'm not trying to pat myself on the shoulder by any means, but I just, I love to see people smile. I love to hug people. I love hugs, hug dealers. Um, but I just, I just like to see people succeed. So helping you out is awesome because I like to see how much it's grown just since we've started talking. So, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the feedback and the messages, mm -hmm. like, I can't believe I was taken off. You know, I'm flattered myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And the last time we talked, we had a little bit of conversation. We were talking about the beggar shootout down at Laguna Seca. Oh, man. Did you watch it? I didn't. I watched some, I've watched a couple <laughs> clips and stuff, but man, that's like, oh, I'd love to do that. You can go to YouTube. I think, what is it? Moto Vision. Mm -hmm. They got the whole, it's like, 25 minute race because they ran like eight laps but man the last five or i should say the last three laps are fucking unreal really? it's impressive so yeah i'll find it i'll, I'll text you the link for the youtube video yeah, do, it. Do, it. Dude, dude, you, you gotta check it out it was 
Freaking impressive, man. I took one Harley on a racetrack one time, and it was it was a blast. It was fun. It wasn't like a geared all up dragon knees day, but it was still fun. It it would be cool. I'm hoping. I've been reading a lot about that the King of the Baggers thing and everything. And from the sounds of it, maybe next year they'll have a privateer, you know, to where everybody can, they'll have a class, um, you know, where it's not just big I've, name sponsors and stuff. Oh, man, that would be amazing. I heard they, they might do three events next year. Oh, really? Wow. Supposedly. That's, that's you know, some of the, the rumor mill and reading online and, you know, from little interviews I'd seen. But, dude, it was cool as hell watching those. I mean, dude, they're flying across that back. So I think they were talking, you know, 125 miles an hour. Uh-huh. Fuck! It was cool as hell. Sweet, that's cool. Yeah, I'll have to watch that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said the race itself isn't very long, but yeah, the the last three laps are is where it's at, man. You watch some of the the racing. I won't get into it, spoil what happens. I mean, you know the end results. Yeah, <laughs> getting there, what getting to those end results is freaking impressive. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Definitely check it out. So no, and I remember, so you also do a little bit of a dibble dabbling down there on the old flat tracking. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, last year, um, I grew up basically in Salem since my freshman year in high school, but down at the fairgrounds, they've always had arena cross indoors in the winter and they switch back and forth from the arena cross to flat track racing. And I never really was real big into arena cross racing, but I always took my dirt bikes out there and everything. And I always watched the guys on the flat track and never, just never paid any interest to it. Never really thought it was cool or anything. And last year I'd just gotten another dirt bike. Cause I love riding single track and in the woods and everything. Um, got some of the best riding around right out my back door. But anyway, so I'm down there and a buddy of mine that I met, from paradise that he worked at the time clayton biker cowboy uh he had a sporty all set up for flat track and uh i had met him a couple times and we were down at the track and he's like you want to try it and i was like man i don't know okay and after the first lap i was like yeah i'm doing this (laughs) sold the dirt bike and he actually ended up letting me run the beginner class for almost the whole season last year um, down there and it was I, oh, it was a blast to say less I think when oh, it comes I think when it comes to dirt sports for motorcycles I think that's probably the only one I've never tried I've watched some of it but I, I've never once done the flat track it, it is so much fun so much fun I did a couple laps on a dirt bike you know because they do it on a dirt bike they put the flat track tires and it was cool but there's something about sitting on a Harley and doing it, first gear pinned all the way around the track, it's just, it's insane. Just more nostalgic yeah, about it. Yeah, I love that it's making a comeback, too. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I've done dirt drag, sand drag, hill climb, motocross, and all that stuff. Just, I never never had the opportunity, really, to try it. And come to, It looks cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Come down in January. I'll let you take a couple laps. I got, like, well, I'm building my own. I just... Almost finished with my own race bike now, finally. So we we just found out a couple of days ago they're actually gonna we're gonna actually have a race season. It's not gonna be as long, but it's usually started by now, but they're gonna start it in January. So pretty stoked. Yeah, that's cool. They should get some mm-hmm. of it in. Something. Exactly. And there's races all over the US in the summertime, so Well, you see it anymore now. I mean on ESPN and a lot of sports networks. I mean it, it seems to really be picking up in popularity mm-hmm. again i think mm-hmm. over the last couple oh, of years it's huge it's huge when we were out at god it's like we were we did the four corners rally a couple months ago uh, in durango and we all rode out there you know and it was amazing ride and whatever uh it's a whole nother story but <laughs> when we were there they they have uh, the flat track races and it's all just a bunch of dudes getting out there and getting it there was a guy that races there in salem with us he was out there um and he was there. I was like, gosh, dang it. This, I love this, but now this totally ruins my riding to an event now. Now that I love flat track racing. <laughs> because all the big events, you know, Sturgis, Four Corners, any big motorcycle event, they have flat tracking racing now. So now it's like, I can ride out there, 
but then I can't race. Or I can have somebody trailer my race bike out there, or it sounds like I'm going to trailer my bike out there. <laughs> you know, I've seen people with freaking trailers behind, you know, guys on motorcycles with their freaking dirt bikes and whatnot behind Dude. them. Single track, little trailer. That's always been a thought of mine. I've never seen it in person, but I've always. I have one time. You really have. That is awesome. Yeah. That's, I, that, Dude, on the, it was like a Goldwing, and he had like a CRF no 250 shit. or something behind that's, him. I want to do that so bad. I want to get a hitch for my bagger and be able to drag my race bike behind it. I think that would be the coolest thing in the world. I think, where was I? I was I think my daughter was with me. We were heading up the uh, North Cascades out of Cedar Woolley. Really? And past one, it's like, holy crap. That would be fucking awesome. Probably giving a lot of people ideas right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking moto racing to a whole new level. Take yourself there on the, on the moto and race Dude, it and load how it back up. How would that be? Just a single rail trailer, enough to get your race bike, a gas can, and your gear bag. That would be, that would yeah. be amazing. I wonder if you'd have to put trailer brakes on it. I wonder if they do they they make little trailer brakes. I don't, don't think, think so. so. It's so freaking small. Uh, yeah, but who knows? Hard yeah. to say. I don't think you'd you have know, to. Just seems like it'd be really hard on your bike. I don't know. It, you know, yeah, it could be. You might want to upgrade the uh, the old yeah, brakes and the tranny. I don't. I don't know. It, it might be fine. I mean, the baggers they're designed for hauling quite a bit of weight, but. Yeah, but you see those guys pulling those little camp trailers, you know, I those little trailers that fold out into freaking. Got them little mm-hmm. mansions of tent trailers. That is true. True. Hmm. Oh, need to find somebody to build me a trailer. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Get that, the swivel neck little hitch and hell yeah, put the trailer yep. on the back. Let's do it. Start building them. It'd be freaking mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, yeah. So then let's see. So actually coming up, you got the big... Your big release coming up. I do. Up. Uh, in November, or November, what is it? In November. I think we're in November now. Well, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, November 14th. I wrote it down, actually. Uh, yeah, November. I yeah, think so. I think Saturday, that's. November 14th from 1 to 4 p.m. at the one and only Paradise Harley Davidson. It's in uh, Taggart. They're putting on a little shindig for me, live music, and. I believe some drinks and uh, Nick, the GM there, Nick Meany, he's just one stellar dude. His whole team's just awesome. Uh, I've met most of the, uh, a lot of the guys that I ride with now from Portland and the Portland area, I met through Paradise Harley. So it's just, it's kind of fitting actually. It's freaking cool. Mm -hmm. I know I'm myself and, I think my dad might be going down with me, but yeah, I'm I'm making that four hour trip to come down and check it out. It's gonna be freaking cool. Uh, I I can't wait, man. You get your first you get your first BC hug. <laughs> That's right. Might have to sport my hug dealer. There you go. There you go. Hopefully, there's lots of them. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about it. It's uh it's crazy. I still can't like fathom that a Harley dealership should even be carrying my clothing. It's it's crazy. That's freaking. That's freaking mm-hmm. awesome, man! Congrats Thank on that. You. That's pretty cool. I appreciate that. It's a, it's like a dream come true, and it, it's crazy how, you know, we were talking about the clothing line earlier. It's crazy how the clothing line has followed everything I do. I guess I never wanted it to be like that when I started getting serious with it. I was like, I want this to be just a lifestyle brand. You know what I mean? Like. A lifestyle you can do you can skateboard in it you can do whatever you you know ride mountain bikes whatever i don't care play ping pong in it i didn't want it to be just one thing but i mean whatever do you do you but it, it's just crazy it's it's that it's caught on in the whole harley scene and um yeah we actually did uh paradise wanted a, a um oh my god a promo video for it, which should be dropping in the next couple of weeks, uh, right before the uh, right before the launch party, and it should be really cool. It's got some cool crashes in it, per se. <laughs> That'd be so, cool. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. fucking next weekend. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. So, 
Yeah. Well, clothing line, you know, it's 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 like your kid. You started it little, and now it's it's growing up and leaving home. It is. It's it's it is. It's it's growing up and leaving home, and it's a nail biter. You know, it's like God. I hope people buy it there. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of good supporters, man. A lot, a lot of good supporters. It's really starting to get out there. So, Instagram, dude. I, the whole social media thing is just—it's crazy. It's. That it's it is like free, a free advertisement, I guess you could say. It's like you don't even have to have a website anymore. You know, you can. It's like live updates as much as you want to be on there. When I started doing it before, man, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, the internet was just barely internet back then. No MySpace, no Facebook, no Instagram. So it was like all <laughs> word of mouth and MySpace. I haven't heard that oh, one I know, forever. I know. I, I still have a MySpace crashing page. I don't remember the login for it, but it still exists. <laughs> Dude, I actually found mine and had to reset the password. I mean, some of the some of the photos I had from well, fuck, that was what fifteen years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was freaking crazy. But man, I, dude, it just—it's crazy how much advertisement, how much. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to say it. Well, the the whole world of. You know, you basically can build yourself a hashtag and the more people use it, the more, you know, the more views it gets and it catches right, on. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's like you said, man, it's complete free advertising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy how much you can get yourself caught up into just looking at that all day, especially having a regular job. <laughs> Dude, that is very <laughs> true. To keep, the, keep the content going and, you know, it, it's, it's hard, but we make it through it. That it is. It, it is very easy to get yourself sidetracked. That is no joke. Yeah, I'm already a sidetrackable person anyway, so it's like, squirrel, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My wife always gives me a really hard time. You drive down the road, be having a conversation, a motorcycle drives by, and it's like, what did you say? Oh, uh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, honey, I'm listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. She's like, you didn't hear a word I said. Nope, but I can tell you what size motor was in that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what model just went by. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah, she the, she puts up with a lot of shit. A lot of shit. No, but yeah. I mean, what other, how, how many wives do you hear that just buy their husband's Harleys for wedding presents? Yeah. This what is true. You? Dude, I got to say, your guys' Halloween costumes were oh, fucking unreal. Oh, yeah, Halloween costumes. Yeah. Oh man, this year was dude. Those pictures were nuts. Yeah. That was freaking crazy. Yeah. Have you have you seen the last six? I think this year was the seventh year year that we've done costumes together. But if you go back on my Instagram, my personal Instagram page, the BC underscore one one is that what it is? BC eleven, yeah. BC eleven. Yeah, I've posted quite a few pictures of our past costumes and yeah well that the whole theme i mean i don't know much about mm-hmm. it but my daughter her boyfriend he's into the, in that kind of thing and i was showing them to and he's like even my daughter's like, oh my god do you know what that is i'm like no it's a really freaking cool costume that i can imagine took forever right. to do and then they gave me the whole rundown on basically the character of it and it's like holy crap that's yeah. cool yep and which one are you talking about <laughs> The, the, uh, with the oh, wolves oh, oh, oh. Hers, like the... her concrete statue thing. Yeah, that yeah, was that wicked one. cool. Wicked cool. Dude, that was freaking unreal. I can only imagine how much time yeah. that took. Yeah, uh, she is, she is the Halloween queen. Let's put it that way. There's, I, I have not met another person that is into Halloween as much as my wife and now me. Oh, she's like the, <laughs> she's like the thinker. And the seamstress, like, cause she can sew like crazy. She that whole dress that she's wearing, she made that. She made that mm-hmm. from scratch. Yeah, that's freaking I mean, impressive. Everything, yeah. And then I'm like the mechanical side of it. Like, if something needs to be built, I'll do the building. Like the Zoltar that we did, that Zoltar machine from the movie Big. She's like, mm-hmm. you're gonna be Zoltar this year, and I'm like, okay, sweet. Uh, how are we going to do this? And she's like, well, we're going to build Zoltar. And we literally built it from scratch. It's insane. 
So <laughs> that's mm-hmm. cool. So you got any uh, big trips you hope to do next year? Besides, I mean, of course, you're gonna have some, you know some of your uh, venue trips you got to do, but any big personal trips you hope to? Get well, um, my wife says that I can't buy a Dyna or another Harley until I take her on a vacation. So we'll probably end up doing Mexico or something like that, or back east or somewhere really cool. Um, motorcycle trips? I don't know. I keep throwing I keep throwing Sturgis around. Um, we will do four corners for sure because that's just, dude. That uh, that's probably one of the best events I've ever been to. Um, Is that one in July oh, or my God? Off? Uh, no, it's um, Labor Day weekend. I think that's oh, the one okay. at the end of the summer, right? Labor Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's either this year. I haven't looked at the schedule. Uh, it's either the. Now that's down in yeah, Colorado. Yeah, in Durango. Right? And you want to talk about some beautiful riding. Uh, that's. Dude, that is. Colorado is on my list. Like the million dollar mm-hmm. highway. Dude, you literally, if you ride out there, when you ride in, I mean, if you're coming from our area, you literally ride down the million dollar highway into Durango to the event. Pretty cool. That'd be cool. I've talked about that. It's like my. Was like two weeks ago. I think I sent you that text, and my daughter said she wanted mm-hmm. to go on a road trip. You know, and she talked about wanting to, you know, go ride on, take the bike and go to Eastern Washington. So when she sends me this text, I'm thinking, hey, you know, okay, you know, an Eastern Washington trip. Then the next get, the next message I get is her whole, whole freaking itinerary. It's like from here to Idaho to Vegas, through Utah, the Grand Canyon, up through Colorado, Yellowstone, Montana, and then back home. Like, holy sweet. shit. I'm like, dear Lord. I messaged her back. I was like, hey, Maddie, you uh, plan on buying a bike? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just going to ride with you. Oh, right, okay. I didn't know what the plan was. <laughs> well, all right. Sounds good. So I, I figure we could do it in like 10 days. You know, maybe we can try to work it right. out for next summer. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. one of my definite, one of my um, bucket list items is to take each one of my daughters on, well, if they're willing, on a road trip. Uh, I mean, Wife loves it, but, and I'm sure we have many, many, many more to go, but it's just like, it would be so cool to just take one of my daughters and go on a road trip, you know? Yeah. It's like this summer, you know, my daughter was watching, you know, the weather because she Mm -hmm. lives up by Everett. You know, she messed me like on a Wednesday. Hey dad, the weather's going to be great this week and we should go for a ride. So there's one of the weekends I cruised up there, picked her up and then we cruised up the North Cascades. Oh, badass. Uh, that was a fun ride. She'd never been up there, so I took her up to Diablo. And Lake Diablo is freaking beautiful really? in North Cascades. That bright, brilliant emerald green lake because it's coming right off the glaciers. And we went up to the big overlook where you can look down the lake. And yeah, it's freaking awesome. It's there's some pictures. I think I did like five or six of them. They're all on my Instagram. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. She had a lot of. She had a good time. She'd never been up there, so. And I hadn't been up to North Cascades and well, about a I, long bet. Time. I haven't been up there in forever either. Um, I mean, shoot, the last time I went all the way over, it was like 20 years ago, and we only went like halfway because we didn't have that much time. And we were kind of went up there to do the Skagit Loop, which is actually really? a pretty cool hmm. scenic loop. And it's, oh, it's wow. a few hundred miles. That sounds fun, actually. If you go online and check yeah. out Mad Maps, they have a Washington, Oregon map with all the scenic loops of Washington, Oregon. In every loop, they also have all cool little stops, you know, rest areas you might want to see, or restaurants to hit. It is the coolest freaking map huh, I've ever I'll seen. Check that out. That's cool. I think, God, I think there's there's got to be 15 to 18 loops in both oh, wow. Washington and Oregon. Yeah, it tells you, you know, cool taverns to hit, bars, you know, sightseeing places. And like I said, all the directions and every exit and everywhere you need to go, and each loop is all oh, color coordinated, and huh. it's pretty damn yeah, sweet. I definitely have to check that out. Uh, yeah, uh, events. God, is that what we were talking about last? Yeah, events. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Then no, we got sidetracked. Okay. Okay. I was attention try- thing. I'm trying my best to stay on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, uh, yeah. Boy, I'd love to do another 1K. In a day. I mean, it's hard to beat the one we did. I don't know. 
I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I got plans for one next year. I, th- I think we're mm-hmm. definitely going to yep. be on to something. Yeah, yep. what we were talking about the other day. That would be wicked cool. Yeah. A secret. <laughs> no, that's that, that that squirrel shit. The only other one that knows. There you go. The man there right. you go. Which I have yet to meet in person, but hopefully you can get his butt out here someday. Well, if things go right, we can we can get a good one K together. Sweet. He says he's flying out. I like it. If those guys that are listening don't know who Ramble, Ramble is the founder of Ride One K in a Day. Yeah, talk. Which is something both Brad mm-hmm. and myself have both done, which is the whole challenge of doing a thousand miles in twenty four hours or less. Which, of course, I mean, I'm, you know, I wasn't near Brad's level when they crushed the 12-hour, 40-minute mark. I, You know, I got my 18 hours in for my 1,000. That but... was one of the most insane days I've ever, probably the most intense thing I've ever done. Even though it was flat out straight, I mean, we did, we, we basically did 500 out, 500 back. Um, did you guys do it mainly on Oh, we did it all on 84, all I 84. But okay. It, uh, I <laughs> the 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 biker gods were looking down on us that day. I mean, we had zero breakdowns, zero cops, zero everything. It was. Uh, I'm not condoning speeding by any means, but there's something about nine bikes doing over a hundred miles an hour Fast. through uh, <laughs> the Dalles and Head River. Um, on our way back, it was it was insane. It, we we left it. God, I can't remember. I want to say it's like four in the morning, five in the morning from Troutdale on eighty four, and we took off and we had lots of plans and you know we all had five gallon cans and um figured we'd hit you know skip every other gas stop uh, to save time, and we were doing pretty good and we were averaging ninety ninety five, which I don't know bike especially a bagger on the freeway that feels like nothing you know what i mean it doesn't even seem like you're going that fast and we got out our 500 miles and we looked at the clock and we were like oh crap i think we need to pick up the pace a little bit boys so on the way back it was it was a hard push and i didn't i didn't even really think about it that much until i got back but i was the only one on a five speed and I'll tell you what, running a five-speed that fast, it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, see, and that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I run a five-speed because, you know, mm-hmm. I got the 04, and it was like that with my dad and buddy Todd and Dustin. We took that trip mm-hmm. down to Oregon, and I had my little hiatus breakdown on the road. So instead of being down in Pendleton at like 4 o'clock-ish, we didn't pull in there till oh, like, like 10. And so we're we're flying down eighty four, and there's times like you know my dad's in the lead, and you know I was I was pulling up to really everybody else going. It's like shit, we're cruising eighty, and then all of a sudden dad starts pulling away. And next thing you know, it's like you know I got the cruise control set, and we're doing ninety ninety five. Yep, like, yep. You know, it's like we get down. They're told dad, what the hell? He goes, uh-huh. go here. Exactly. That sounds kind of like yeah. our uh, trip to Durango. That was. <laughs> You talk about road breakdowns. That was that was a, a good one. Uh, Jason, my buddy Jay Hardcore on Instagram, he uh, he we he did uh, a new tire on his bike right before we left for the trip. And we did some serious. I mean, we did that day. Shit, we did like 900 miles out to Yellowstone to surprise a few friends, um, Victor and his wife and uh, Roji. Uh, Roji Black guys and the goo and a few other people uh, and oh Casey mischievous penguins um, anyways we met them all out there well we met up and it was cool we did the Yellowstone thing the next day and it was awesome and then it was a hell ride to the hotel that night because it was in the dark and headlights weren't working blah blah, blah. we got there and we're like okay tomorrow's gonna be an easy day it's like 400 mile ride to god where were we going i can't even remember rangeley colorado or no no we were riding that night and anyways we got up the next morning and jason was like man bike doesn't feel right you know and he's like 
shaking everything around. I was like, here, let me ride it up and down the street. I was like, ah, oh, man, it sounds like maybe your brake pads are clanking around or anything, but nothing really felt loose at that point. We got like 30, 40 miles out of Rangeley, and I think I'm telling the story right. If not, then I'm sorry, but um, we're talking on our Lexan headsets, and he's like, dude, we got to pull over. There's something wrong, and pulled over, and we shook his back tire, and his wheel bearing was toast, and it was like, a, not brand new bagger, but just a year or two old. And I'm like, oh my God. So long story short, we ended up sitting out in the desert for, I don't remember what it was, four or five hours. No cell service, no nothing waiting on a tow truck. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty uh, intense. It's definitely one of those, one of those stories that you hold on to forever. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how ours was like when I broke down. We, you know, contemplated a tow truck, then figure out the bill was going to be like six hundred bucks. It's like, well, uh, mm -hmm. kiss on that idea. And buddy Dustin, you know, he's diverting his wife. She goes home to get the truck and. We're doing troubleshooting, find out, right. you know, it's a freaking regulator. You know, happened to find one 65 miles away. And so, fuck, buddy Dustin left Packwood. He, you know, up over White's Pass, down to Owen Cycle, grabs regulator, comes back, and, you know, I put the regulator in at the freaking gas awesome. station, and we get we get on our way. But it just, you know, a little five-hour delay, uh, as I said, on the oh side yeah. of the highway, twiddle my thumbs. Oh, yeah. I heard. But you know what? I can laugh about it now. I mean, I was laughing about it that night yeah. once we were on the road. I was good, but sitting there, no, I, I was never laughing. fun sitting on the side of the road, but you're making memories. Like I said, it's one of those stories you can tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all part of the adventure. Exactly. So, yep. yeah, that was, that was an amazing trip. A lot of other crazy crap happened. I hit an eagle. Well, it was a hawk, but we're calling an eagle with my face. That was that was that was pretty pretty intense. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, that was one I'm fortunate to walk away from. But uh, I mean, I, I thought it's bad sometimes hitting a bumblebee at like eighty five ninety on the inside of the thigh, and then you want freaking <laughs> yeah, America to slap you in the face. My buddies were like, "You hit an eagle, you communist! I can't <laughs> believe you." <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy. Thank God for a full face helmet. It's. Uh, yeah, it made a mess no out kidding. of my helmet, but it would have made a real big mess in my face had I been wearing a skull cap or whatever you call those things. Yeah, mm -hmm. you got a very mm -hmm. valuable point there. I mean, I thought it was bad once when I hit that bumblebee. The shitty parts, I could I could see it coming the whole way. That thing hit me high up on the inside of my thigh. I mean, literally Oof. blew open my freaking leg. Because, I mean, I was freaking moving and nothing you can do. It's like, oh, shit, and I mean, I had a buddy, he was three, four bike lengths in front of me, and he turned around because he said he could hear me screaming. I'm in my helmet just cussing and screaming. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I, mm -hmm. I mean, that I just had rocks hit me in the hands, and I, my bagger has handguards on it now. I, Dude, I've had the biggest bruises and stings on my knuckles and stuff. Screw that, man. <laughs> dude, I was – this summer was probably one of the first times – I was going over Dead Man's Pass down there just right. um, east of Pendleton. And they they were doing a bunch of road work, and there must have been, like, sand on the road. And, dude, my face, uh. I got sandblasted. Dude, those little mm -hmm. pebbles coming off the cars in front of me and the trucks. and Yeah, it's freaking Jesus, worse. that freaking sucked. The worst. Yeah. Full face, full face, no, no, full face or no case. How did they, they say it? No case? I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Actually, that's that's in the plans to yeah, get soon. I'm going to the full face. I'm a strong advocate. I mean, not only the rocks and the bugs, but uh, you know, heaven forbid, like they say, it's not. But I, you hear too many stories and see yep. too many people just get fucked up. So, well, it's the mm -hmm. old saying, man: dress for the ride or yep, dress exactly. for the slide, not the ride. Exactly. I'm so. And plus, like you know. I was talking to you about, you know, because mm -hmm. my, my wife runs a full face and, you know, I've been seriously looking at those Lexan comm units, which will be, they're in the plans for the future. I'm going to pick up a set of those for me and her. And I think that'll be great. Plus, you know, when I come down and hang out with you guys and go for rides and whatnot, it'll be nice to have that. Exactly. And uh, if you uh, use my discount code with Lexan, uh, BC11, you get 15% off. 
Absolutely. I'm going to be using that. Yeah, yeah. what the yeah. FT4 yeah, the Pros. FT4 Those Pro. things are nice. I just upgraded to that one from their standard, and it's it's awesome. It's got a cool little work light on it and everything, and it, it's, it is worth the money. I tell you what, it is worth every penny. Um, I actually entered their giveaway. I think they're doing a giveaway, and somebody tagged me, and it's like, dude, sweet. I'm going to mm-hmm. I gotta get myself in on this. It's it's kind of a game changer, really. Bagger and stuff, and then I started getting into Lexan. I tore the whole stereo out. I, the, the, uh, the sound quality in them is amazing. The first time I got one, before I even kind of got hooked up with being a brand ambassador with them and stuff, I installed it, and I was riding home, and it was late, and my wife called me, and she's like, where are you at? And I was like, I'm on my way. I'm on, my, I'm on the freeway. She's like, I thought you were on your bike. I'm like, I am. And she's like, no freaking way. I was like, yeah. I mean, you literally with a full face helmet on with those things, you we could be talking right now and you wouldn't know I was on my bike. That's freaking cool. Really- this won't be bad, but I, I like the stereo on the bike because, I mean, it's not so much I got it turned up loud, mm-hmm. but then I can still hear my surroundings. And, right. You know, back in the day, when, you know, I could wear some of the, the nicer earbuds or whatnot, mm-hmm. and I would ride with them inside a full face helmet. And at some points, I didn't like it because I couldn't hear the surroundings as well. And I know on the bike, I still like to right, hear, right, I hear what's going on around me okay. a little bit. Kind of makes me, I'm just not used to it. It makes me a little bit uncomfortable, right. you know, like riding with headphones or whatnot, just because I like to be able to not just see what's going, on, what's but, going on, you know, hear the sounds yeah. and well, and being able to it, adjust, you yeah. know, defensively. Have you ever ridden with that style of, I mean, like with actual speakers in your helmet? Because actually, I... I no, actually, I haven't that mm-hmm. full style. No, just like right. with headphones. Yes, You'll have but... to, maybe while you're down, when you come down to the launch party or something, take 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 a, take my bike out or something, and just go go around the block. It's actually, it's hard to explain, but you can you can still hear outside your helmet because the because the check speakers, it out. you know, so they're not like plugged into your ears, so it's more of a mm-hmm. I don't know if you call it a surround sound or whatever, but it, it's definitely way better. And super easy. I mean, the knob, the volume knob on it and stuff is super easy. And yeah, I don't know. I watched a pretty good video. There's a guy on YouTube. What is it, like FDXL mm-hmm, Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. He had a pretty good um, review and little uh, video on the new Lexon on the new right. Pro unit they just put out. He put out on his YouTube channel. And dude, it, it looks like a nice unit. I mean, he, he was highly impressed with it. And I really dig the little flashlight yeah. LED light they put on the end for nighttime. That is oh, it's smart. super super smart. They're um, they're awesome. They really, I, I don't know. Their customer service is awesome. I mean, even before I kind of became a brand ambassador, I had I had uh, I had some questions and some issues. And I think while installing the thing on my helmet, I broke the mounting bracket kind of thing, and I was like, oh crap, I'm leaving on the trip. And they freaking overnighted a new bracket to me. It was like, you know, no questions asked, took care of me, and didn't even know me. So it was, it was really cool. So, hey, that's awesome right there. Good, good people. And that's you know, and and that that's kind of PR and the way they stand behind the product. You know, that helps their sales and the Absolutely. bottom line. Absolutely. Now they got a new uh, a new headset coming out. It's called the G16. It's supposed to be pretty hmm. badass. I don't know a ton about it yet because I was talking to Mark down there. Uh, or no, not Mark. Sorry, Mark's the East Coast guy. Anthony uh, about it. And he said they're still in testing and blah, 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 blah. But it'll be out soon. And um, yeah, it's. they said it's going to be badass. Oh. And, you know, you see so many of them like the Senna's. I mean, God, mm-hmm. they're like 500 bucks. And you go mm-hmm. look at that Lexan and. I mean, I'm a guy, I mean, I have, you know, issues sleeping and whatnot. So there are times tonight I'll sit there and, you know, throw on my AirPods mm-hmm. and watch a bunch of YouTube videos. And the, the reviews are great and their prices are so, com- I don't really want to say they're competitive because, man, they're a lot more way affordable more. than a way lot of companies yep, are for those way more comm units. And yeah, like, and the reviews and everything I've seen are, mm-hmm. got their I, I'll tell you this, you won't be let down. Get the dual pack. Uh, for you and your wife, being able to com- be able to calm back and forth, yeah. you know, talk, 
still listen. She can listen to what she wants to listen to. You can listen to what you want to. You know, you want to listen to your stereo on your bike and your wife doesn't like what you're playing. She can crank that up. You can, you know, make talk, you know, make calls, receive calls. It's just all around pretty cool product. Yeah, I think that'll be my yeah, Christmas present go. to myself. There you go. That's always one good way to justify it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What else? Well, shoot, man. Thanks for uh, coming down. Oh, oh man, yeah. Else? We got to talk about bike night. Got to talk about bike bike night. Bike night. Bike night. Our... There we go. Actually, you know what? It was actually at the bottom of my Perfect. list. We didn't get to Perfect. yet. Because <laughs> uh, I did my homework nice. and made a. A whole sheet of notes. And nice. That's about the last yeah, thing. Yeah, bike night, man. That's uh, ah, that's like the diamond in the rough. It all of a sudden just happened, you know. Um, like I was saying earlier about meeting all the guys through Paradise. A lot of the guys, Paradise, and then the flat track racing I met. But um, a few of the guys. I guess I'll back up and give a little bit of history. And guys, don't hate me if I tell the story wrong. Uh, I started hanging out with you know, the guys from Paradise and Clayton Biker Cowboy uh, was working there at the time. Um, Albie and Kent, PDX Dynabagger. Um, God, I know I'm going to forget people and I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, Bryce. Um, yeah, anyways, so they they had this small group of guys that they rode with, you know, and they're all friends so they worked there and uh, they Clayton and Kent actually started kind of doing a little bike night thing at this little bar. And then I came around and started hanging out. And then it was just all of a sudden, it was like, Hey dude, we're having a little bike night. Hey dude, we're having a little bike night. And it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, And then it got to a point where it was like, Holy cow, we've got a really big group of people. Um, Then winter hit and, but it's like, it almost kept continuing on because everybody would come down to the flat track races on the weekend everybody that went to the bike night and i mean you know what the weather's like out here in the northwest it's nasty but half the half to three quarters oh, of the yeah. people show up on their bike they don't give a shit you know <laughs> that's how we ride out here um and so it just kind of continued through and this spring this late spring we kind of there's five of us companies that uh kind of got together um and said you know let's let's do an actual official bike night so, um, you know, myself, Crash Inc., uh, Rain City Moto Culture, uh, Ride Faster Pussy, uh, PDX Dyna Crew, and Sporty Mob. Uh, we kind of all put our noggins together and um, said, man, let's do a bike night. So um, Adam, Adam at, at uh, PDX Dyna Crew, he was like really like got it off the ground and said, guys, we need to do this. And you know, and we all kind of talked and it's like, dude, let's do this. And now it's like our last couple of bike nights have been freaking huge. So it's pretty awesome. A lot of burnouts, a lot of wheelies, a lot of just chaos, but a lot of good friends hanging out and drinking some beers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's freaking cool. That's one thing I can't wait to come down there and actually check that out come springtime. We get some little better right. riding yeah. weather for sure you ride gear around yeah that's cool oh yeah i do but i mean you know if it's 39 degrees i mean it'd be fun to ride down there but that's you know four and a half hours and you throw in the wind chill that's that's freaking cold yeah. that far i mean yep. not that exactly. i wouldn't do it exactly but no i mean man if, if it's you know mm. blue skies out yeah, I'm still going to go ride. I don't care if it's 35, mm-hmm. you know, 40 degrees out. I know. I'll go get 20, 30 miles. I, know. I was really jumping to ride this week, and I did not ride all this week. I feel I feel terrible about it, actually. My bagger's down right now because I'm doing a makeover on it. And, you know, I should have rode the Troublehead, and I didn't. But it's all good. Yeah, I was going to get mine out, and then... I'm yeah, that happens. My plans. That happens. Well, she, her, and her friends found. It looks like somebody dumped a uh, domesticated really? duck 
And so she wanted to try to rescue it. So I ended up spending my whole afternoon the other day building this whole whole massive five foot by nine foot uh, duck pen. And they tried to catch it today. And as soon as that duck saw the net, man, he was gone. And he can't fly, but he took off out into the water. But she thinks he's got a bad leg, but oh, wow. it's not wild because he'll walk right up to people. But it's like somebody domesticated it and dumped it. And she wanted to try to rescue it. So... I built a big oh, car for it, but he wanted all nothing that to do with being rescued. I guess you better go buy a duck now, dude. Oh, boy. No, she claims oh, she's buying chickens boy. in the spring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. But, there hey, we go. eat a lot of eggs. Look so at the positive. Have. Look at the positive. That PMA, man. PMA. Yep. Oh. <laughs> you took it out of my mouth, man. Attitude. Positive, positive mental, mental attitude. I attitude. live my go. life by that saying. That's I, it's or that thinking that yeah. I don't know. I used to be a really, I'm not really negative person. I've always been kind of happy, but just always the frame of mind. Yeah, man. Uh, the frame my of wife, mind. Amber. She she's just you know the light of my life and. One day, you know, we were a couple of years into our marriage and we were sitting there and I think we were both, you know, scrolling the social media and something happened to, something good happened to a friend of ours or something. And I was like, I went off on this rant. I was like, man, why can't something like that happen to me? You know, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, babe, you know, next time, why don't you say good for them? Good for them. You know what I mean? And just it's amazing if you change your thinking just a little bit from, oh man, I wish it was me to good for them. Seeing somebody, uh, like, like we were talking about earlier, seeing somebody else succeed, it is amazing how much it will mm-hmm. change your life. I know it sounds crazy and I sound like one of those motivational speakers right now, but it is. It is. It, 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 I, 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 it's unexplainable, no, you're right. I guess you could say. But. Yeah. I mean, not everybody deserves that little, you know, mm-hmm. that little exactly. moment that goes right exactly. for them. Not so much one, but, you know, it, it is nice to see, you know, whether somebody's struggling or they get that break in life that just helps them get to that next level and, you know, whether they feel better about themselves or their situation and, you know, it can make a exactly. person into a different exactly. person for the better. 100%. Yep. So that's 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 why I made a PMA yep. shirt, man. It was just represent. Just in absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna have to be the next one I pick up. No guy. So, um, yeah. And the hug dealer, right. man. We got you a hug dealer shirt. Saw you wearing that the other day. Hell yeah, yeah. That's right. So, oh yeah. Yeah, those are. Actually, you got I one of those I like that one. Okay, cool. I I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> hard to keep track of everything. But yeah, my cool, boys cool. love that. Did I, I finally send you today. some of the uh, little the little me's? <laughs> cool. Dude, those are freaking awesome. Sweet. My son's got them on the back of the phone case. Uh, I I always want to throw them in orders and stuff, but I'm like, God, does really anybody really want to? sticker of me <laughs> oh yeah the, the larger one i think you said was that probably those, like three inches cool. tall that's that, on the that garage man from the wifey mm-hmm. yeah those are freaking cool i those are pretty good mm-hmm. i liked it yeah my buddy I showed my Sean, wife she's like that's freaking awesome well he 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 has this whole thing about making little stickers and he's got all this little little different stickers that he makes and he there, there's another version of that one of me in my in my evil Knievel costume that he made it's uh not as appropriate i guess you could say it's uh me, me flying the bird uh, and he made one the other day and i, I need to order some of those because they're pretty pretty funny too uh, yeah yeah dude that's awesome mm-hmm. it's fun. that is a freaking cool that's, sticker that's, i like that's what uh uh, I, I can't speak for everyone, but that's my life. That's what I like to do. Ride motorcycles, have fun, give hugs. Yes, yeah, sir. So. Amen. Well, sweet, man. Thanks for uh, giving up Absolutely, your time. Absolutely, man. To I appreciate it. I, I, I value the friendship, and I 
really happy you let me be a sponsor, man. That's stoked on that. Hey, and, and that's took the words out of my mouth. I was just, you know, thank you for, for doing that. And, you know, the, I won't say stepping up the plate, but, you know, putting yourself out there and, and helping me grow, Absolutely. grow this also. It's, it's awesome. Got it, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, like I said, you know, yep, next come Saturday, check it out, guys, Paradise Harley Davidson. One to four. This episode is going to air Wednesday, so you never know. Some people in the Northwest might hear it before like it. then, and hey, maybe they'll make it down there. Heck yeah, I mean, wow. I, well, buddy, Already? I think Holy it's God. been an hour. <laughs> Crazy, cool, cool. It's a fast time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, time flies. You're having fun. Thank you to, yeah, yeah. Thank you to hey, no problem. Every stage is yours. Single person in my life that has. Help me get to where I am at in my life right now. Uh, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all of you. A hey, big thank you to Brad Columbus for taking time out of his day to hang with us. If you guys want to follow along his adventures, it's at BC underscore 11 and at Crash underscore Inc. on Instagram. Check out his page. Go give him a follow. and Go check out some of that Crash Inc. gear. You guys can head over to CrashInClothing.com. And also, as we stated earlier, guys, hey, we got a new promo code, CRASH1, that's all uppercase letters, CRASH1, head on over to Crash Inc. Clothing, input that promo code to checkout and save your guys a little bit of money. This is just for all the listeners, you won't see this on Instagram, Facebook, we won't be posting this anywhere, this is just for all you guys that follow along and listen to these podcasts, and hey, thank you. Hey, never miss an episode. Don't forget, new episodes will air every Wednesday at noon Pacific time. And feel free to follow along on all my V-Twin adventures at dwoods96 on Instagram and both Facebook. And if you share the passion for motorcycles and you want to be a guest, hey, shoot me an email, thevtwinlife at gmail.com, or hit me up on Instagram. So, until next week, guys, ride safe, enjoy that open road, and y'all have a good time.